0: for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House.
1: The 10 o'clock hour is the topic specific hour here at Rosie on the House. We dive deep to one particular topic covering your house, home, castle, or cabin. Following a new format and content for our 2018 calendar, we spend one month heavy on one topic. October is painting month. If you've been following us the beginning of the month, we talked about choosing the right type of paint, What, how type of sheen, eggshell, acrylic, uh, components of paint. Week after that, we talked about how to paint a home, the amount of prep. The paint is only... You, you could spend... A bunch of money on the highest quality paint, every type of additional additive, the right type of sheen, the the highest priced acrylic, the name brand paint. And if you didn't spend time prepping the surface, it was just all for nothing because it's only as good as the prep work and the surface that it's going on to. uh, The type of primer that may not have been used if the paint, if it's recovering an old paint job. You wouldn't need to reprime it unless it was just so far gone that we couldn't get a good bond. So Arizona Painting Company was in last week talking about that. And now we're going to talk about color selection. It's Color selection for me is like music. I can tell you what I like. I can't tell you how to make it. I can tell you what colors I like, but I can't tell you how to pick them. And what I like is a lot different than what most other people like it's—and and we all have our own taste, and one of the—I love data. I love numbers. I love uh, just the, the very technical aspect of details, and what's been really fun this year as we've—is it's allowed us to dive deeper and deeper and deeper into each one of those features, and one thing that, um, that that's really helped do is understanding and appreciation for each and everything— and looking at a good color scheme isn't done by accident. And you think, ah, oh, color selection, thats that shouldn't be a hard thing. But there are people that are professional and make a living at color selection. And it really allows you to dig deep into their world as we're doing the research for these topics and have an appreciation for the profession of color selection. And it's something that years ago we had a couple colors of paint you know you've got your colors of the rainbow you will pick up a color wheel today and you think man there's got to be several hundred colors you you've got one color wheel in your hand there's five six seven twenty fifty different types of color wheels that all have different shades uh styles, color, hues, homes. We'll dive in deep into all that with our guest from Sherwin-Williams, but it's it's what we're trying to finish for you, the individual homeowner. One thing that we're going to focus on a lot is you can get an estimate from an air conditioning contractor and he can give you a couple options on tonnage for your home based on load calculations, uh, based on the variable speed motors that we have. He can give you a suggestion, and you want to take his suggestion on what to do for your home. The challenge that you enter into in color selection is, again, what color I like isn't the color you like. I can't tell you this is what I would do for your home, and it'd be right for you because your style, your color, and what you like is different, and you're the one that's going to have to live with the choice of that decision, not the color choice specialist that is helping you get there so it's it's a very challenging thing and you know it's kind of like do what's that old saying you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink we can bring you down this color path but ultimately it comes back to the responsibility of the homeowner the one that's going to be living in it to make that decision for you or you turn it over to your interior designer and just go with what they suggest as well but color selection Again, you don't appreciate it till you see a bad job, and there's a, a, a an example of a home that's off of it's near to the, uh, like 19th Avenue in Thunderbird. Oh well, you gonna call him out, huh? Well, <laughs> it was it was a <laughs> a bad situation for him, and it, it shouldn't be. The color of your home really shouldn't be what breaks relationships with your neighbors but they were on a limited budget this paint was available the home really needed it and it turned out to be like big bird yellow when it was done and it created a lot of tension with his neighbors because he didn't even like the color of the home but he needed (laughs) it for the to protect the surfaces of his home and he couldn't afford anything else So for a number of years, it was, you know, the Big Bird home that (laughs) became a neighbor store. And amazingly enough, when you're looking at location, if somebody was looking for that location but didn't like this, didn't want to live next to this orange home, it could create uh, more of a difficult selling situation, which was one of the reasons HOAs were created to avoid situations like that. But, you know, who – I also don't want to be told what color realms I have to live in either. So, done right and done wrong, it's easy to not appreciate the amount of work and effort that it really takes to do it right.
0: I have a home in my neighborhood, and uh, I was out for an evening run, no, morning run, I should say. And uh, a lady on the corner was getting ready to paint her house. I said, oh, that's going to look nice. About a day later I, I, I passed by there and I'm not kidding. It looks like cornbread. It's the color of cornbread. And so I nickname it the cornbread house. And, and while it doesn't look bad, mm, yellow's again, one of those colors that you get it wrong, mm-hmm. you're gonna be pretty bad you'll be pretty disappointed.
1: And the yeah. exterior of your home is completely different than the interior of True. your home in the mm-hmm. environment that you're spending more time in. Do you spend more time outside or inside? Maybe it didn't bother cornbread lady or big bird guy because they were more inside people and it was the people on the outside of the home that had to deal with that color selection versus what's on the interior of the home uh we had a i'm gonna tease rosie on this one he had picked a color that they thought was going to be a very nice yellow it turned out to be more like an lsu gold which i I think may have been the intention to begin with you know I, I'm gonna agree with you on that but it was in the master bedroom and he was trying to surprise Jennifer and did this while she was gone on a trip and came back to an LSU gold <laughs> bedroom that was that way for a number of years because well
0: uh, I was you, gonna say you don't have the and, time to repaint it <laughs> right but the, the LSU's colors are gold and purple so this was this was more of a yellow color. Yellowish color, then not so much gold color. Well, I wouldn't say that you know, like a, a gold uh, nut bar or something. Yeah, no,
1: like it, it was more close to LSU oh, yellow, okay. but um, we call it purple and gold, it's just a habit. Yeah, the but the amount of disruption on the interior of the, the, the what it takes to execute a paint job properly, the disruption it creates in your daily life, especially in your bedroom, they didn't have time to redrape everything. Put the drop cloths back down, mask and protect. Do the trim, do the rolling, move the furniture. You know, the more we can work freely without having to go over. You know, sure you could put a drop cloth over your bed and paint over it? But the more we can clear that and create a clean working space, the better that's going to create our end product. Because a perfect, it, it's amazing what you don't see if you don't look. You can roll your paint roller on the wall and think I've got it covered and keep going because I went up and down twice as I'm waving it. You get up close with a magnifying glass, and there's little pivots and pockets uh, that as the paint's drying, there's voids that are left. And you don't see them on a new paint because that new paint looks so good compared to what you're going over until you've had time to live it in, in a few days, a few weeks, a few months, and you start to see these imperfections. So being able to control and move freely and work correctly is a big part of it. It's a very disrupting internal process to your daily living. And the amount of prep work and the caulking and the joints and the, the amount of time between applying your caulking where you're meeting two dissimilar materials like uh, your windows, your doors, your trim – And removing that paint or the tape from the paint so it doesn't peel, it is a very precise process. You get done with that, you think, how does somebody make a living at this? Because you don't want to paint again for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) And the crew that just finished your home is on to the next one on a professional application. It's just, oh, it's one of those things I enjoy the amount of tedious, the, the tedious aspects of doing a paint job right. But I don't want to do another one for months after I get done with it.
0: You Going back to a yellow room, I had a situation where uh, you know, we we're talking about color schemes. I didn't realize how many different shades of white there are because you have a bright white, you got eggshell white, and what you There's, see on the palette... White has
1: its own color wheel to itself.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I remember painting my bedroom white. And the first uh, spring sunlight that comes through the bedroom, when I open up the windows and it looks really nice, boy, at, at 6 in the morning, it feels like it's 10 in the morning. It was so bright. So I decided, let's not make it so white. So I found a shade of blue and I painted the bedroom blue, just the walls, not the ceiling or anything like that. And that actually worked very well. In other words, folks, I got lucky, because I have no idea when it comes to interior design and decorating, I just kind of look and take a shot at it. So I got very lucky on that one.
1: I picked a color one shade off. One shade shade off off. what the interior designer said, here's what you want. And it was so bright, the color was Colorado rust. And I Mm -hmm. was using it for an accent on the middle uh, pantry Mm -hmm. and the entering hallways on each side of the house. I did one shade because I thought this is too bright. It's too hard. I'm gonna go one shade back to reduce just how bold this color is. It looked so bad. I spent another $500 to go get enough paint to do the to go right over the new paint because I I didn't trust uh, trust the color wheel. But it looked so bad. Just one shade. It's amazing what difference that'll make. Bring Dan into the conversation to start this segment. 1-888-767-4348. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Welcome to the program, Dan. How can we help you? He's out driving. Rosie, you mean Dave? Oh well, my screen says Dan, but Dave? Oh, it's, yeah, it's me, Dave. The other D um, guy.
2: That's okay. Um, I I'm, I'm a gardener. I do a lot of color stuff. I talk to a lot of women that are directing me as to what they want. And what I've come to realize or believe is that women and men see colors differently. For instance, especially the reds versus oranges.
1: And I was just curious if your guest has had the same experience. We will ask Karen that question. She's joining us here right after the bottom of the hour news segment. So your your observation is that if I see red, uh, a color red, uh, my wife, Amanda, would look at that and say, no, Romy, that's orange.
2: More likely you'll see something that is a dark orange and she'll say that's red and you'll go, no, it's orange. And and I've. I've given up this argument because I've always got to please the customer. And but there's a, a, a Roselia is a plant that's pretty common, and it's a it's a bright orange or or a darker orange. And I've had numerous women customers tell me that thing is red. And I'm thinking a Bougainvillea is red, a Roselia is orange. But you know I get them the color they want, and and everybody's happy. But I'm curious with other professionals if they've
1: noticed the same thing. All right. I don't know if we're going to be able to uh, – I'm not sure if our guest is, has the what, – what is optical? The optic, The optics. The, the, the optic, optics. The optic genetic makeup of male versus female and how color is received to the brain. But uh, we'll, we'll find out here shortly as uh, we bring our guests in the conversation on our color selection topic. When you go into a paint store, it – it's so easy to get overwhelmed you know uh when we did landry's room a couple weeks ago <laughs> a couple weeks this was like a year and a half i think um i've noticed a little bit of wallpaper coming back that's something we hadn't seen in a long time and i saw more wallpaper selection come in but the the matching of wallpaper to paint uh is is a completely separate topic but what's interesting about the wallpaper that you can now do with paint is the different kind of patterns you can do and the adoption of layering different colors, you know, this this creates a whole nother thought process. I'd like the very clean blanket of one color on a paint, but there's layering you can do for faux finishing and different texture appear you can take a smooth plaster and do a faux finish and look like you've got this expensive marble that was shipped in from Italy that you put into your uh, on this round column as you walk into your front entryway there's just an illusion of the right paint application from somebody that's spent a lot of time learning this technique so not only does one color on one wall, come into a factor, but are we going to layer it? And that can create a very, um, a very affordable way to look like you've gotten a very expensive finish, and last you on the interior a very long time. So we've got an additional layer for faux finishing, but the the tools that comes into play we're not doing a lot of roll paint that may be your base but we're using a lot of sponging techniques that change changes our uh, our skill level. You've also got to be able to live with imperfection when you're doing that. You can over design it on, on a full finish and it's going to look so fake. Put this in terms of artificial turf. When it first came out it was so, perfected so green so perfect it was so obvious it was fake it started to catch on when they developed imperfections into it to look like it is in its natural state and that's a very easy thing to do on a full finish when we're working on a wall is to perfect it so meticulously that when you're done and you step back you're like man that that is the fakest thing i've ever seen and the amount of time it takes to do a full finish you, the last thing you're going to want to do, anybody wants to do, is start over. But that's one great thing about paint. You can start over. Get a white finish. <laughs> go over the top. Let's get a clean slate. It's, it's not exactly an eraser-type solution, but it's a white washout to start over is, is a reality. So if this is something we're doing ourselves and it's a wall in a sitting area that it's okay to have a drop cloth in front of for a couple months while we finish it uh, and perfect whatever technique we're trying to finish. You know, you could do that and just live with the fact that this is this is a creation. This isn't just a blow-and-go job. You're doing something. You're creating something for your home and living space that you're going to sit at and look at, and as crazy as it sounds, stare at and enjoy while you're just living in your home, whether it's watching TV, you're going to find yourself looking over at the wall while you're playing uh, Monopoly with the kids, while you're eating breakfast. You don't realize how much time you spend looking at those walls until you actually do the project yourself and Karen's gonna join us next two segments talking about finalizing that color selection so that we only do this once In all the years and all the prep that we've spent here at Rosie on the House, I never once thought I'd have a CPS agent sitting in here. <laughs> Color program specialist supervisor, supervisor, Sup- not specialist, but supervisor. I'm the
3: supervisor of the program.
1: Karen DeAndre,
3: DeAndrea,
1: DeAndrea. Have you on the A at the end? DeAndrea's fault. DeAndrea, how does one become a CPS agent?
3: Okay. I'm not an agent. I'm, I supervise. <laughs> yeah, but that's it makes for good radio. Sure. I supervise the program uh, here in Phoenix. I head up a team of five in-home color consultants for Sherwin-Williams, and we cover Phoenix and the Greater Valley providing this valuable service.
1: And the supervisor part, so you're supervising these four five people? Five. Five, and they drive to somebody's home. So- are they bringing color wheels with them? Are they bringing uh, – do, do they go through uh, an eye color check test with the homeowners first to see if they're <laughs> or, or do you see these different types of shades? What's a daily life for a these five consultant. people?
3: Okay. So the homeowners come to the store, and, of course, they're searching for their best and beautiful color. that They're going to paint their space. And we offer this service in the store, and they decide to purchase the appointment. And then the color consultant gets that appointment and uh, does what we call a pre-call and verifies with them what their project is, what their uh, style may be, what their color likes, dislikes are. And we prepare for the appointment that way. Uh, And then the day of the appointment when we arrive, we hit the door running. We know what they're looking for. As a color consultant, every time I hit the door, I start sizing up the tile, the sofa, the drapes, the light, their comments about whether they wanted it cozy or they wanted it bright and energetic. And you start to get a picture of what they were saying on the phone and what your possibilities are in that space. And from there, you continue to question your customer. We're always there to please the customer and find the style and colors they want. It's not about what we think is you know, the best design style. We may like uh, farmhouse modern and they may like a rustic chateau look. So we always work with the client to make sure that we're achieving the results they're looking for. So when we find all those details, we start pulling colors. We always show color and context and work the appointment from there.
1: And this really fascinates me. I'm a very task-driven person and I can't imagine being in a job Where my final task is to make you make a decision. (laughs) How how do they, it would feel like how, I I don't know how to complete that task. (laughs) Well, you
3: complete the task because you're gathering information on the pre-call and you're gathering information right when you hit the door as the the consultant and you're listening, uh, you have the right, questions because we're trained and we're professionals. So we have the right questions to get the answers we need to help find that best neutral flow color. Um, it's not that, it can be with difficult with certain clients who really have that angel devil sitting on their uh, shoulder and they just are indecisive. But I would say 98% of the people really want a color confirmation. They may have started the process themselves, and they don't have anyone to talk it over with. Significant other is disinterested. They want to just get on with the project. So this way, uh, with a consultant showing the colors, talking about the colors, uh, sharing why they are the appropriate best, like neutral flow color, because of the undertone, because you said you wanted it light and bright, because you said you wanted it warm and cozy, whatever they need you can help show them why those are the the best colors. And of course, being a professional and knowing our our colors like like we all do, it's easy for us to go into that box of, uh, you know, we have a box full of our samples, the same samples they have at the store. Ours are larger. So we uh, know where to go in that box and find what is gonna work appropriately. Where the customer, that's not their profession. They aren't in the paint store every day. They aren't looking at the our color wall every day. So they don't know you know, the different nuances with the neutrals. They just see when they think is right, but uh-oh, it has a pinky beige undertone, and they really wanted a yellow beige undertone. And that's where the projects go wrong, and that's where we're the professionals. It can help it turn out beautifully.
1: And it seems like one of those topics, you really need to spend an hour, you really need talking about this on the radio. You, there's really professionals that do this, but you spend a lot of time at home. And that's where we relax, and that's where we're most comfortable. To be sitting in an environment that the light, you know, different types of lights affect our eyes and our mood, different colors affect our mood, different combinations of those affect our mood. And you really notice it when you walk into some place, you can't decide, why am I so, so uncomfortable in this location? And it's a lot of times it's the color light that is agitating you
3: that's very true and think about it when you're at the store we have the big overhead fluorescent lightings we have a lot of uh big windows at the stores with natural lighting but it's not the same light you have at at home the store light is different it's commercial lighting you want to have residential lighting we want to have your lighting lighting is the number one thing that affects color and then your surroundings bounce other colors through that light and mix things up, and sometimes that's what makes it not turn out right. So when you have your color consultant leading you through the process at home and showing you color and context, uh, you get to see what's going to happen. I often find that the clients don't uh, try colors in a proper manner. They, they float a small sample that they've bought up in the middle of a wall, and it's just out of context. It doesn't really mean anything. The color consultant does what I call walk around the color. They show it behind the sofa, next to the drape, down uh, next to the baseboard so that you can see floor, baseboard, and new color. Sometimes we need to block out a big, busy, bold red that's currently there. So then we are trained that we put a piece of, a large piece of uh, paper, white paper behind the color we're showing so that you can block out what's currently there and influencing that new color. So it, it is tricky, but we have a lot of tips and tricks that help walk you through. This is our profession. This is what we do every day. We have so many people say, wow, I cannot believe I got to the end and this is great. This is just what I was hoping for. At the end of the appointment, you typically will be speaking with your customer. We prepare a shopping list, a color list for them to to keep and the samples they get to keep. But at the end you're talking to them and the samples are all laid out and you can tell on top of their beautiful granite is sitting maybe four to five, six colors, and they are a beautiful palette. And you can see just right, even they are laying down on the countertop, what a beautiful palette that's going to work with their things. It's not about what the color consultant thinks is beautiful. It's about what the client wants and what looks good in that client's home in their lighting.
1: And when we say client, you know, you think business, you think professional, you think adult. Some of these clients, when I painted it for Landry's room, she picked the colors. She's three. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: I've experienced that. It's Sometimes they're really great. And when the client maybe picks a color that, you know, they're in the right color family. But like you were talking earlier about the gold, you need to knock it down. That's where we'll give the advice. And, it's you know, it's gentle. We'll just uh, pull. Did you think about, uh, you know, toning down to this? And then we'll give the reasons why. Everything's in context. There's a reason for why in all of design and especially color. So when people are trying to select some color and it's sometimes random, I'll say, you know, why do you like that color? Why do you want to put that color? And they often don't have a good reason. And they can, if I'm showing them something else, they can often understand why that isn't a good color without saying, yeah, that's a terrible color. (laughs) So it's a process. And most people are, are very open to it and very delighted at the end with what they have.
1: And when you say terrible color, terrible color for this one particular Correct. client could be the perfect one for another project. Another project. Uh-huh. How many different color wheels do you have? I'm not going to ask you how many colors total, but when well, you got like a fan.
3: Yeah, a fan deck. So curr- our, our latest fan deck has over 1,500 colors in it. It has historically correct interior colors and historically correct exterior colors. So let's say if you're in Arcadia and you want to go historically correct, we can help you by pulling out that palette. Um We have other older decks that have, you know, colors, but they constantly keep updating and adding new colors because trends come and go. So the current one we're working with, you know, is about 1,500 plus
1: colors. And in that fan deck, you say historically correct. So when we're mixing our paint, when we pick a color, you know, the the mixer in the back, he's like, okay, for this color, I need X amount of drops of this material, X amount of drops of this material, all mixed in here and shaken up and that gives us this finished color how far how long do you keep that recipe for that color
3: they have so sherwood williams began in 1866 they have all their recipes from forever so you know they have everything
1: 1866
3: what? yeah it's a 152 year old company
1: so when we're talking historically correct we could be matching something from turn of the century oh yeah
3: that's what I'm talking. They're beautiful, too. And, and reinterpreted and used it in new ways, they're beautiful as well.
1: So they're a fun palette
3: to look over and see how they're applied.
1: And with the new age and technology and the digital era, we can save those. Y'all you know, can save those in a s- computer system so that somebody coming back to update their paint, you know, like all things, time fades. Whereas, but if it's... Uh, or maybe we're getting ready for some company and we need some touch-up. And the paint can that's five years old under the kitchen sink isn't paint quality that we want to apply to an existing, uh, existing wall. They can come back and you've got the records indicating exactly what color number that was. And you can take that color number to the paint mixer and they can say, all right, here's my recipe. Make a quart of this paint. Correct. So one of the cool
3: things that we have at Sherwin-Williams is something called... Paint perks where you become a preferred customer of ours. So every time you shop with us, it records in this paint perks what you've purchased, what product you've purchased, what sheen you've purchased. So that when you get in trouble, like you said, you are stored your paint under the sink, but it's been five or years and it's just old and you don't like it, the consistency, so you do need a new product. You can go to your Sherwin Williams and tell them your preferred. name number phone number they look you up by and uh, they'll whip you up some new of the same color same product same sheen and you'll be able to touch up so it's a great service to be a, a member of our paint perks
1: with Karen De'Andrea of Sherwin Williams, the color, paint, not specialist, but the color paint supervisor. You manage five different people whose job is to help homeowners pick the right color for their and their home. And in this entire conversation, there is this uh, preset mindset I have in that we're talking walls and ceilings. Paint's not limited to walls and ceilings. Furniture, cabinets, doors, windows, trim. We're not just limited to walls and ceilings here.
3: Right. And exteriors, interiors, exteriors, coffered ceilings, cabinets, like you're saying, all kinds of color. We'd love to help people with their color. And
1: the and it's not just paint that Sherwin-Williams makes, it's coatings, too. I mean, a lot of the coatings you see on tractors, on vehicles, yes, on we do. airplanes.
3: <laughs> All those types of products, sure. And wallpaper.
1: Which isn't even a topic we're going to brush into today. Uh, so this this paint selection isn't just on uh, wall surface. It's, it's multiple surfaces uh, and, and our decorative finishes. What's the cost of this in-home service?
3: The in-home color console is $95, and with that purchase, you get a $50 gift card back to begin your project. When we come out to the home, we drop off a buy one, get one of our color sample uh, quartz to go. They're called color to goes. So you get that buy one, get one free. You get a project So if holder. I'm going to sample
1: 10 different colors, I'm paying for five.
3: It's a buy one, get one free. Okay. And with, so we, when, when you purchase the appointment at the store, you get a project folder that has a welcome letter and lets you know what to expect. You then get the pre-call and we come out. And then uh, when we've selected all your colors, we leave our larger samples behind for you. We leave a shopping list. It's got the rooms called out. It's got the pink color options called out. It's got the product and the finish. And whether you should be trying that sample or not, I always recommend trying every color that we uh, recommend that you use in your room. So um, it's a great shopping list. We also recommend the proper brushes and rollers with the paints these days, you know, no VOC, the different finishes. They all need a different roller and paintbrush to have a professionally looking, uh, you know, looking final project. Just like the professionals would have we were talking about
1: earlier. It's not just the paint color selection we have, but that's gone from just a few to multiple, but the tools we're using for that. And you've got to match the right tool with the right paint for the right finish on this type of texture.
3: For a professional finish, it's really important to pay attention to those details. You'll be pleased with your with your outcome if you do.
1: Now Looking forward over the next 150 years of paint, color development, coatings, and technology and digital world, Sherwin-Williams has a lot of new digital applications, tools. Tools, color tools, that are coming on into the market.
3: Yes, they've been in the market. We brand all of our tools. Uh, it's called ColorSnap in-home consult. Snap is uh, the word they like to brand with us because it makes everything easy, fast, fun. So we have a ColorSnap phone app, whether you're Android or iPhone. We have ColorSnap online on the web where you can upload your rooms, your exterior, your interior, and paint out colors, paint out scenes. We can provide scenes in there, or you can upload your own. Um, And let me circle back to our preferred customer account. If you have an account, you want to link that to your uh, MySherwin account. And it'll save all those colors that you're selecting in the room scenes and the uploading that you're doing so that you can play with it, think on it, go back, come back and forth and rework pictures. You don't have to uh, re-upload and and that kind of thing. So it's a a fun place to explore color.
1: And you can do it digitally so anything that you select you can change. Correct. It's when you're narrowed down to the physical application of painting on four or five different samples you know you could have changed it digitally endless times and very easily you know it's not that easy to change out five different finishing got to clean the brush yes get all the paint off get the new paint mix color you know there's a time process digitally you can do this very quickly
3: yeah and I'd like to share with you something super cool that is for iPhone only right now um, it's I'm sure it's coming to Android, but right now it's with the um, iPhone. If you have um, iOS 11 installed, you can actually do on our ColorSnap app, it's called Instant Paint and it's augmented reality. So uh, you just tap on that Instant Paint and at the bottom, you want to fill your palette. It's like a color strip card. So you fill your palette with what you wanna see on the wall. And then you hold your phone up just like you're going to take a picture. You stand back, and it kind of registers the room. And you tap the color, and it places it on the <laughs> photo instantly. And you can tell it's it's kind of, you know, augmented and in, in, in registering, but it's cool. And it's just with a tap of the finger. So one of the things I like about that is that if you have – Let's say you have white cabinets and you want to do a navy blue cabinet because those are really on trend and cool. You just tap and you say, oh, wow, now I can see I need to change my backsplash if I'm going to get that. It, it kind of gives you a, a pre-look into that, what may be. So it's very fun to play with.
1: And that is a feature in the Color app? That's in
3: the Color Snap phone app. And that particular one for the augmented reality is just an iPhone right now. I'm sure it's coming to Android soon. They're always working and updating. You know how that is.
1: Oh, it is, and as soon as they get done, they're going to start all over It'll again. be something else new. <laughs> exactly. And ColorSnap, is that all straight off of Sherman Williams' website or is that a separate website?
3: It's. You can find it when you go to ShermanWilliams.com. You can just search in the search bar visualizer. So that would be for the web version. And then for the phone, of course, you just go to the App Store, and it's called Color Snap.
1: Well, Karen DeAndre, we appreciate your time this Saturday morning. One of the great things about Sherwin-Williams is the locations and the sophistication. So sometimes if I need paint and I'm leaving the office, but I know I'm not going to be, and I've got yes. a long way to get home, I can get it from, even though Perfect. the original order came from the Sherwin-Williams closest to my home, I can get that same one at the one close to work because I can't get to the one by my house before it closes at 5 o'clock. Yes.